Good morning and good evening. Welcome to the Servants Council Podcast, a place where listeners come to learn and grow their servant leadership style. Our goal is to encourage, educate, and empower the present and future generations to become the servant leaders and build healthy, lasting communities. I am your host, Joe Gross Jr. In our last few episodes, we've been discussing domains of a servant leader from listening to healing. In today's episode, we will be discussing the fourth domain, which is how servant leaders utilize the awareness domains with themselves and the people around them. Joining me in today's episode is John J.D. Dixon. So fam, let's go ahead and jump in. So John, how you doing today, brother? Hey man, I'm doing great, brother. This is a beautiful morning here. Open now, it's raining a little bit this morning, but yeah, it is. You're a beautiful man. I get to chop it up with you. Um, you know, we just we were just talking about um, as I'm get I'm getting short my time here on Kadena is getting short. So you know, I'm just glad that I got an opportunity to come and jump in with you, man, and, and chop it up. Let's go, yes, sir. Yeah, man, I'm glad you're here, bro. If you don't mind, man, if you could introduce yourself to our listeners right because some listeners they're going to know right half of them are probably from okinawa but i we do have listeners and shout out to like everyone from like bangladesh to uk to australia to canada it's it's crazy how many folks you can see who's listening so if you could introduce yourself yeah that's what's up so first if you don't mind man i just like to say thank you to a couple folks oh yeah absolutely definitely to yourself um for having me on um, I think about um, and I'm gonna name drop a couple of people real quick. Um, Camille Benitez. Yes, she is the reason why both of us get to have these conversations, right? She, mm-hmm. she was a, a huge bridge to to putting us together and, and bringing this relationship together. Marcus Odom, um, Chief Odom, and the work that he did to to allow me the opportunity to come and chop it up and spend some time with you guys. Um, it's a man of faith, just like yourself. You know, I I can't I can't start start any conversation without um taking a moment to say thank you to our Lord and Savior Jesus yes, Christ for the work that He's done in my life and where I'm at. Um, but to introduce myself real quick, so I'm John Dixon. Um, some people know me as Senior, some people know me as John, some people know me as JD, some people know me as Brother. Um, um, I am I am a, I am a father. I am a husband. I'm a brother to many. Um, I'm a son as well. So. A little bit about myself. Um, married um, to the lovely Doctor Tara Dixon. You know, we'd like to put a little emphasis mm-hmm. on the doctor because she put some work in. Uh, but we've been married for almost um, for let's see, going on twelve years now. So, um, just lovely, lovely woman that um, that I'm married to. We have two kids, Joseph and Mila, um, eight and soon to be nine, and and four soon to be five. Uh, just amazing children that I have, and so grateful for them. Um, I am the oldest of seven, so um, got six younger sisters that are. I call myself the runt. I know I'm accomplished and have done some great things, but um, I have some very accomplished siblings. I won't take the time to name all of them, but um, shout out to the Dixon, the Dixon, the Dixie girls, as they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my obviously my parents, uh, who are out cruising right now. They're in Alaska, cruising around Alaska, Mister, um, Mister, and Mrs. Um, Anthony Dixon and. So I'm their I'm their oldest child, so I'm grateful to them. Grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, um, ATL. You know, I like my lemon peppers hot. Um, and a little bit, a little bit more um, um, I'm a I am an ATL kid, born born and bred, man. Um, I grew up Falcon fan, everything, everything Atlanta, like everything. Mm-hmm. I know some people will 
Um, been in the military. I joined the military um shortly after college, man. So I started college for a couple of years. Um, didn't do so well, you know. And then uh, I was like, hey, I need to do something with my life, right? So I joined the military. Um, it's been going on 19 years. So 19 years in the Air Force. Um, had a variety of assignments. Um, I started at Langley Air Force Base at first right away. Um, spent some time there. And then the headquarters staff at Air Combat Command for a little bit. And then I went and did special operations for almost a decade. Um, some fun times there, some great experiences and good relationships built there. Um, and then here to Okinawa, man. So I've been here at Oki for now almost four years. It'll be four years and like two weeks, three weeks. Um, oh, and then we, we're off to McGuire Air Force Base in New Jersey to go teach. So um, that's just a little bit about myself. I know we'll jump in and talk some more about um about this domain, man. But that's that's just that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my I, I my brothers would be mad if I didn't shout them out. Uh, so shout out to my fraternity brothers at Alpha Pi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Um, you know, uh, but thanks, man. I really appreciate you allowing me to come in and chop it up. With no, you. I appreciate I appreciate you coming in and chopping it with 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 us right on the yeah. service council, man. Because uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about is servant leadership, right? So. I always try to have the folks that are emulating that, that are chasing that on the show, right? So I was like, man, I got to catch John before he leaves. I actually had another, like a domain, like there's conceptualization and foresight. I was like, nope, John's not going to be here for us to be able to do that. Let me just throw you in for the awareness. <laughs> just I wanted to catch you before you left. Like everybody's leaving. Like as soon as I decided to create all of this, like everybody's like, yeah, bye, bye, Joe. We'll see you. We'll see you around, brother. Um, so yeah. So John, thank you, man. So I appreciate I appreciate you on the show, brother. Um, so family, those who are listening, right? I asked John to join us today because um, if you guys haven't picked up, uh, we've been together what over two years now. Yeah, yeah, over two years. Yeah, three. yeah, almost three. Yeah, almost three years. And I've watched John constantly chase learning and constantly have this awareness characteristic about himself like how aware he is with himself and how aware he is with others, right? And he always has this desire to learn and just coach others. Um, so going into the academic portion, uh, you know, Dr. Greenleaf, the, if you will, the founder in the academic world of servant leadership, describe leaders that have an awareness as people who have wide or widen the doors of perception to enable one to get more of what is available of sensory of sensory experience and other signals of the environment than people usually take in. So in other words, when leaders are aware, there are more than just a usual alertness. There are more intense contact with the immediate situation and more are stored away in the unconscious computer to produce intuitive sights in the future when needed, right? So this is Dr. Greenleaf speaking here. Um, so pretty much when we think of awareness, it's general awareness, especially self-awareness. And this is what strengthens us as a servant leaders. Leaders who are committed to fostering this awareness can find it scary as they don't know what they may discover. And we're gonna we're gonna chop it up on that, right? Like when we're asking for feedback. However, awareness also aids us in understanding issues involving ethics and values. And then, of course, lastly, awareness characteristic lends itself to view most situations from an integrated and holistic position. So therefore, if we are going after or being servant leaders, the awareness characteristic has to be one of the 
domains that we're constantly developing, right? Because this helps us be very much aware of our environment. And uh, self-awareness is the process in which a leader understands themselves to include their strengths and weaknesses and how they impact others. Servant leaders are always attuned, acutely attuned, and receptive to their physical, social, and political environments. This includes oneself and how they impact others with awareness. Servant leaders can step and view themselves and their perspective in the greater context of the situation. So if you guys, you're right. If I, if I was to wrap it all up, um, servant leaders are aware of themselves and servant leaders are very much aware of their environment. And they're aware of, I always heard the, the difference between a thermometer and a thermostat. All right, thermometer just it's it is what it is. You guys probably heard that before. It is what it is. Whereas a thermostat changes the environment. Is it's aware of the environment, right? So John, right, this is our this is our portion. We just chop it up. Yeah. So John, how did you develop this awareness skill? Man, it's a it's life learn. It's like lifelong I think back to my early days in in sports and you know I, I grew up I played sports as a kid and as an athlete and, and one of the things that sports helps you do and I think that's why team sports is so important is it helps you develop an awareness right of your teammates um, and what's going on with your team um, and you pay attention to how the second you know I was a baseball player right mm. and so I played second base and so I'm paying attention to what the shortstop's doing. I'm paying attention to the pitcher and the catcher. I mean, I'm looking at the first baseman too, right. you know, because he's he's kind of helping guide that infield that infield portion of the team. Um, and and so that awareness start starting for me at a fairly young age, right, mm-hmm. in the sense of, of of team sports. And then, like I said, I'm the oldest of seven, right. And so learning how to be a decent sibling, I have not always been a decent sibling. Um, and so learning how to be a good sibling to my to my to my sisters and and, and just family member, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, as I as I've gotten older, I've become more that ornery older sibling. Mm-hmm. But um just really paying attention to the space that I'm in. Um is and that so that journey for me started at a fairly young age. Um and transitioning, you know, where we meet and 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 where I'm at now in the military. You know, as a leader, man, I can't, I can't, um, I think about something one of our, one of my mentors and and um and friends shared with us a, a group of senior enlisted leaders, and that is um in the space that I exist in, you know, my impact on others is significant, right? When I walk into a room that that changes, that can change the temperature of the room. We talk about the thermostat, the monitor, right? And so understanding that that is who I am, that I am that thermostat just by sheer nature of position in some cases. And so making sure that um, I'm in tune with what's going on with myself. If I'm having an off day, man, I don't need to I don't need to be in that space because I, my impact on, on others can be so significant. And I don't want to have a negative impact on, on what the team's trying to get after that day because I'm having a bad day. Right. Does that mean that um, that I can't have a bad day? No, it doesn't mean I can't have a bad day. But it, that recognition that um, that your impact on others is is found right and so you know i love our space because mm-hmm. i come in here and get some of that energy man that the, this the space that they've that joe and the team here have created is such a positive positive space and sometimes when i am having a bad day i'll come over here just because i know somebody over here's got some positive energy and 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 so knowing that that having that awareness that sometimes you got to go in and plug into somebody else mm-hmm. to get um get some connection connective juices but to get more specific i think over the last probably 
three to five years as I've been growing in leadership positions and, mm-hmm. and influence um, and spaces, both at both at home, both, you know, here at work. And in that recognition, I, I started to really take some time and, and self-reflect, right? So that's one of the big things I do. I do, I spend some time self-reflecting. Right. Um, I used to not do that so well um, over the last couple of years. I was just taking some time off, even if it's, even if it's while I'm brushing my teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Just spend that time and, and, and reflect on, hey, what do I have today? What do I have? What am I going to encounter today? Who am I going to encounter today? And what impact do I want to have on their life? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that self-reflection, um, that's one space. Listen to others, man. Um, one an area that I struggle with for a long time is is listening. Mm-hmm. Um, really taking that time to pause and to listen. Um, and so over the last probably three or four years, I've been really being deliberate and spending that time to to listen. My mom used to say something that um that resonates with me as we're talking now. She's like, John, you got two ears and and one mouth. Right. So that mm-hmm. means you need to listen twice as much as you talk. Right. And so one of the things that leaders you know, when you're talking about awareness and, and being aware, one of the things that we have to do is we have to stop and we have to pause. Mm-hmm. We have to listen. You and I are on the coaching journey together. And one of the things that we talk about in coaching is, is, is wait, why am I talking? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the spaces that I have worked so hard in is, is to learn to listen more. I think that's one of the things that helps me as a leader is to just sit and pause and listen. You know, when I, when I ask my team, how are you doing that day? Mm-hmm be genuine like how you doing and then sit back and just listen and let them talk um about how they're doing that day and if they hey i'm just good good to go and let it be and don't mm-hmm. cry other times sometimes you gotta cry a little bit but, mm-hmm. you know it's all good so you know that's that's kind of where i'm at um i think one of the biggest tools that, that again that i've gained over the last probably year is is learning how to coach and to mentor people mm-hmm. and, and to really um dig into those into those spaces um, right. and then spending like i said spending some time just reflecting man and, and, and meditating and, and really listening learning to listen to others so yeah okay all right i got you thank you for sharing man uh you you, you hit a lot of what i'm thinking right so when i think of awareness i just got through the emotional intelligence certification right yeah. so that was an amazing training um shout out to talent smart incorporated for that and they broke down awareness into four categories right so it's self-awareness self-management social awareness and social management right and one of the things that i want to kind of hit on is on the coaching piece because i remember when you you just got done with your exec your first time right the exec and they were having some uh, and then all of a sudden they did a self-discovery piece so how did you help someone else grow their self-awareness through coaching you know without without sharing all the traits right right? you know um going back to you know that that listening right Mm -hmm. really listening to that person um asking them asking asking the right questions right and then listening to what that person says i I think one of the biggest things that 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 i believe helped um my recent executive that I, i recently coached and is kind of paying attention to what that person really was trying to to deal with and, mm-hmm. and and you have those things that they bring up that you're like yeah but that's not it right mm-hmm. and so but again listening to that person um and then helping that person in the sense of just kind of help helping them have that self-discovery mm-hmm. um i think about even in my own spaces i've been coached um is that self-discovery is so important right and allowing that person to really kind of just reflect on and ask those questions of you know what what what's the real problem what is right. what what is it that you're trying to get after um what is it that um 
what does success look like for that person? Right. Uh, what does success look like for myself? You know, right. I think about again, we're talking about self-awareness and, and awareness and and reflecting on, you know, you cannot be aware until you know yourself, right? And so that that journey really started for me probably especially professionally, mm-hmm. um, really came home and took root probably about two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of really starting to understand it and, and, or really question, what is it that I really wanted? Not mm-hmm. this thing that I'm calling military. Right. What is it that I wanted out of life? Um, what did I want um, my family to, where did I want my family to be? Where did I want my family to be? And, and really sitting down and recognizing that um, there were some spaces that I need to grow in. That's where that real growth started. Um, and to where we are today, right? right. That, that that question of, of awareness and, and what has gotten there. So how have I helped people? Um, just again, going back to why am I talking? Mm-hmm. Um, asking that that the, those good questions mm-hmm. about what that person really wants, and then listening, and then kind of helping guide them and helping them have that self discovery. That's probably the biggest thing, you know. And again, asking that, mm-hmm. you know, what do you want? How's that feel? You know, where, what, are, right. what, are you, what are you trying to what right. do you really want to succeed? And I think one of the biggest things that helps a lot of us um, when you start talking about awareness, self-discovery, helping people is find out what really what those people really value, what mm-hmm. matters. I know mm-hmm. for me, my values align with my family. Right. So right. my family is my, one of my top priorities, mm-hmm. my faith, my family, mm-hmm. um, my friends. Right. Um, and those three areas. And then how do I get there building, you know, trust and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But um when you when you can pinpoint where someone's values are, um, you can really kind of help that person get to what it is that they want to go. I think that's what happened for me is that recognizing that my values aren't aligned with where I'm where where I'm headed. Right. right. And so sitting down and having that conversation with my spouse, it's not an easy conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, tough. We've talked about that, you know, just yeah. softening it up and how that man, is, is what I'm chasing really worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, or what am I, what am I really chasing? Am I chasing it for myself or am I chasing it to help others? And I think that's the big thing is when, when you can have that awareness that what you're going after, is it to help? Is it, is it selfish? Mm-hmm. Is it selfish, selfishly motivated? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to be a little bit self-focused, right. but not selfish. Right? right. And, and so recognizing that, oh man, um, I'm being real selfish right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about my wife. I'm not thinking about my teammates. I'm not thinking about my kids. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about um, the people in my life that really matter. Mm-hmm. And so that self realization um, and recognizing what val where my values were, right. um, and that's that's the, I think that's the biggest thing is where are your values at. Um, right. That that's what helps with awareness many times. Um, because knowing your values are, man. Okay. Tyrant versus a king, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Man, yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely reminding yourself. Man, like emotional intelligence, I think is probably one of the best trainings I went through for this awareness piece, right? Because as you were describing, like, hey, you know, asking those questions where their values are. So you take a test mm-hmm. on part of the part of the courses that you'll take a test and they'll rate you on those four categories. Right. Yeah. What I was very surprised at was that I was high, like super high on social awareness, social management. But I was below average and self-awareness and self-management. So it made me self-reflect. And I'm like, obviously, right. Yeah. The part of the class is you got to self-reflect. So as I'm self-reflecting and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, man. I do a lot, like since day one, 
of joining the military, it's always been pouring to others, right? Especially as folks pouring to me. As I look back and say, hey, how do I, how am I aware of my environment? I remember this one time, won't say any names, but uh, I remember this one time I got heated with the NCO. Yeah. All right. And, and this is in Alaska. And uh, we were about to probably have some fisticuffs. We were probably about to throw some hands. But what was funny about the situation is like after the situation broke down, obviously, you know, we, we reconciled very quickly. It was just a very tough day. Uh, one of the airmen came and was like, sorry, gross. I knew you was from the streets. I said, excuse me? They were like, we knew you were from the streets. Like we questioned it from time to time. But it was when you were about to throw hands that you looked left and you looked right. Like, all right, is anybody going to jump me? All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> they were dying laughing, but I was like, ah. Oh. So as I'm thinking back, it's like, okay, so the environment that I came from, I was always aware. Yeah. Going from west side to north side of Jacksonville, you're aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Fast forward, join the military, do convoys, you're aware of your surroundings, right? I'm lead vehicle commander and operator. Um, we always said, if everyone's looking at you, you're safe. Because yeah. they're looking at you like you're not supposed to be here. It's when they're not looking at you. When everybody turns their back and like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be here. Get ready. Yeah. Get ready. It's going to yeah. be a rough day. Yeah. Um, so thought about all those situations in which I was always concentrated and always, you know, focusing on developing others and being aware of the environment, how to change the environment that I wasn't aware of. And my wife would probably scream me like, yes, over the radio right now. Like, yes, this man will do everything he can to take care of everybody else, but yeah. he will not take care of himself. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, yep. So she's both, probably both. wants to. She probably wants to choke me. Right. <laughs> um, I, I'm institutionalized. But as I look back, I'm like, man, like I haven't really been aware of my emotions. Always tease that um, when I'm teaching, right, intentionally living. Right. I only thought there was only five emotions that existed. And when there's a plethora, I think it's over 300 that exist in each category. And then there's you know low level, medium level, and high level. So me being able to put a word to it and say, this is what it is. Yeah. And this is how I feel. Yeah. Right. And then managing that, right. Self-management. So I was very surprised that I was, I was lower because I'm like, I'm helping everybody else. Yeah. I'm helping everybody else figure out what their values are, what yeah. success looks like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm helping everybody else. So obviously I know what I'm doing um, and I'm still developing that. Yes. I would say that for me, self-awareness really started playing a piece when I was teaching ALS. Mm. I was teaching Airman Leadership School. So I always like to tell the story of, I think this is my first year, and we're still in convoy season. So I say we're still in convoy season. So I'm thinking that the Air Force has selected me because I got my CCF and I did combat success successfully. Uh -huh. So they want me to train the next generation of warriors. So you're ready to see where my mindset's wrong. Yeah. Right? So I'm coming in like yelling at folks. Get in line. I'm not playing like, right. My, my, my picture is scary. I'm not smiling on my picture. Right. So you have a staff sergeant that's pretty decked out. There's just mean mugging like nobody's business. So people are walking by. Um, and, you know, folks just did not want to be in my class. And I remember distinctively there was a PT day and one of my fastest runners just left the line. Just left the line because they were moving too slow. So I took off, grabbed him, put his butt in the back my slowest person up front. And then after we were done, because we were the last flight, let's do some push-ups. Everybody else is getting their car. Let's do some push-ups. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> so fast forward. And later that day, the entire class comes to me outside. And they, then they tell me, Hey, we do not feel valued. 
by you. You pretty much told us that we are garbage. We're not going to be great supervisors. And what made me laugh or not laugh, but like, oh man, this is serious was because it was my quietest student. I brought it up. He had the courage. Everybody else didn't want to say nothing. They were like, no, we just going to get through these weeks. Um, she had the courage and they all brought it and I apologized and was like, man, that's not my goal. You know, trying to train you guys for war. And they're like, so what if we don't go to war? Are we not worthy? Are we not worthy? To, to... So this is where it started developing. Right. And then plus uh, my team was mainly females. So they're very much in tune with emotions. I'm not. So they're like yelling at me. like, So stop. What are you doing? Things that I'm doing good, but it was mainly that first year of me not necessarily understanding the environment that I walked into, yeah. and I'm not trying to create more ground transporters. And then not only that, but now that because I was so more, much more in tuned with the students, that now when I get back to ground transportation, I was more in tune with the airmen. Wow. Right? Because I'm like, okay, hey, we're not going to combat. Yes, that's part of your tradition. That's part of your history. However, let's go to your values. And this is where it starts developing like, yeah, what's your values? That's what I was looking at with airmen. What's your values? Hey, how do we how do we harmonize life? What does success look like? Right. So these are the things that I, I really want to say that ALS was the beginning of me like really growing out awareness. I played football, yeah. but I wasn't aware. I've got video. I'm not even playing John. I got video of me having an interception. So I catch an interception on the football field, right? I've got blockers on my left. They're like, let's go. I'm like, nah, son, I do this in the streets all day. Right. Literally the video. The coach was going mad. He said, Joe, you could have had a touchdown, but no, you wanted a highlight reel. And yeah, you moved some, but we didn't get a touchdown. Man, I'm so glad I'm birthed. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this is a highlight reel. Like, oh, I still remember them. I distinctively like Joe, let's go. I'm like, nah, son, I got it. About to juke all twelve of them. They don't even know what's about to happen. I'm dying over here because see what y'all don't know is like we don't crack up and, and and we we as we as we as we coach each other and and work through so many life life and military and all this other stuff like it's it's all mixed together and, and we talk about being that that heart of a king man so I really I'm so glad I met first until as the heart of a king. Versus the tired boy, yeah. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, that's why I could talk on it, right? That's yeah. why Alisa would say that's why yeah. I could talk on it because I'm like, I, I know I've, I've, I've understand both paths. Oh, yeah, man. And, and, and definitely, man, like, you know, you, you bring in faith, like, the Lord did not want me to play football. It was very, it was very, it was very clear. Like, I'm fast, I'm, I'm great, but yeah. um, how my parents set everything up. I talked about this in a, a, a couple of episodes before, but they made sure I switched yep. to different schools. So it was a magnet school, it was a college preparatory school. No one, yeah, no, yeah, mm -hmm. like we can't, I can't. So football, football was football was put out right, yeah. and um, but here I am now, like still developing that, developing that skill, and um, man, like I would say, just me continuously seeking training like yeah. i was very surprised that even when i completed my master so as i went through my master's i was surprised that the awareness that grew yeah. right my more i would say more so on the personal side because that's when i was like really engaging like the things that i was feeling at in marriage right, right? Um, and the things i say i'm a servant leader or hey you know i do love my wife but only emotionally so when the emotions leave i don't really want to listen to her like these things are being brought out in that master's class. So I'm like, oh man, 
uh, as I completed it, and that was a year ago, I was like, what am I missing out because I haven't done my doctorate? Uh, That's what I always think about, right? And then I got the fear of, uh, well, we don't have the funds. We have the funds, but we use these funds. We're not going to be doing what we like to do, right? Which is comfortable living. It's, It's like, what am I missing out on? That's that's what I always ask myself is what am I missing out on in school that will grow that self-awareness and not just that self-awareness, but the general awareness of how to change the environment, how to engage, how to engage others. Stephen Covey, with yep. some training with Stephen Covey in 2017, if you ever get the chance, John, to go to a Skills for Success, Stephen, go. Go, go, go. Because I got sitting with CEOs and VPs in North Carolina. In Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. They're sitting there telling me everything they do and their development of their employees. Mm. Not just them, UNC, yeah. Duke. They had department heads of education there. So I'm a tech sergeant. How old was I? How old was I? I wasn't 30. Yeah. I'm probably the youngest one in there. They're all looking at me like, hey, you know, you're my kid's age. And I'm learning so much on like, hey, just this is how you engage people. This is how you grab folks' attention. Right. I'm not necessarily the, one of the best speakers, yeah. right? but I've learned how to do it. But now this course like tells me like, hey, this is what you want to do. This is how you develop stories. This is how you grab everyone's attention. It doesn't matter if it's 20 or if it's 400. You can grab their attention by doing this. And I was like, oh, it really does. It really does work. So it's these, these trainings, these learning opportunities where I was like, man, and what's surprisingly is the majority of it didn't come from the Air Force. So now as I go back and look at my peers, right across the board, not just at Catino, I say across the board, I mean across the Air Force or supervision across the Air Force. Um, and I'm like, man, how come we don't have this? Make sure I take care of the environment, right? Um, the social environment. Why don't I have this taking care of the individual? Well, they didn't, they didn't get master's degrees. They didn't go through Stephen Covey. They didn't go through EQ. They didn't go through Four Lenses, oh. right? They didn't go through Five Voices. They didn't go through coaching. Right. Like all these things that we say as an organization is so important to develop. Always tease. Nope. I ask. I ask the airmen. I ask the NCOs. I ask my peers all the time. Right? We we use the word servant leadership and emotional intelligence. Oh. Say, so, hey guys, what's the ten domains of servant leadership and seven virtues? Like stairs. Okay, well let's let's go to emotional intelligence because this is on yeah. this is on our evaluations now, yeah. right? What's the four categories and sixty six strategies to develop it? Like stairs. organization i said organization like overall hasn't done a very well good job ensuring these things happen now thankfully there are individuals like myself and senior kelly and yourself right that are going after the information they're not waiting for the air force to develop it get a contract out and do it like, there's folks out there that are that are going after it but it's not many of us that are yeah. doing that and 
I hope that those folks are listening to podcast that they get encouraged to do that 100%, right and uh I, I, you know we talked about this often and and where where the gaps need to be closed from a leadership standpoint right we develop um the organization as a whole you know we talk about this develops great managers but leaders man are are that's a space that we've got some we've got some work to do mm-hmm. um, and i think that that the work that you're doing, some of the work that that myself and you know, I mentioned our brother Winsome and, and the things that he's getting after um to really develop that 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 true culture of servant leadership. Right. And I think that's something that uh, um you know, as we talk about the organization as a whole, I think it values it just is so big, right? And to really get down to that individual, um, that small team dynamic, it really is what gets the work done, man. Mm-hmm. Like the work that many of us get after is done by small teams, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we talked about, um, and you asked me just some things that, where did I learn so much in this, man? I think back to my days in special operations, man. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about myself in that space um but i really learned how to value others man one of the tenets and truths of the soft community is humans are more important than hardware and it took me a while to grasp that my dad used to say something coming up um people buy and sell from what they know what they like right and I, I didn't really understand what he meant by that until i got older and i think what he was really getting after is relationships matter mm-hmm. um relationships matter people matter mm-hmm. um, and, and i think that's what really my dad was trying to help us learn um, and then, like I said, that time in, in, in special operations, man, uh, really learned how much people matter. And I think that's what really has shaped my my self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of the things that has shaped my self-awareness is people matter. Um, my, like I said, I go back to my wife, man. She busts at me all the time about taking care of, you know, you talked about taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't go anywhere. I, I need to get gas in my car right now, right? You can't go anywhere without a full tank of gas. Right. And how often are leaders operating on a quarter tank, right. an eighth of a tank, and trying to pour a hundred percent into other people and they don't even have a hundred percent themselves to take right. care of themselves. Right. right. So my car that is designed to get me from point A to point B, how's it gonna get me to point A to point B and it doesn't have what it needs right. to get me to point A to point B, right? And so I think about where we are as leaders, man. I think about some of those those moments in life where I wasn't aware, right? Mm. I walked in and 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 <laughs> Look back, man, um, my time when I was in North Carolina Station, North Carolina for a little bit and walked in the office and it's diverse office um, makeup. And I said something that was so offensive. Mm-hmm. Right? One of our one of my um, my Latina teammates um, in the office, and I said something really offensive and um, did not really catch, you know, that it was offensive to that person. Right. That person would actually take offense to that. That moment resonates with me. I still remember that. And that was mm-hmm. almost 14 years ago. You know, and I mm. think about it like, dang, man, I was not very aware in that moment. Right. Um, but those moments when I have been aware, you know, it's been the difference between saving an airman's life because an airman just wasn't themselves that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've and I've had those situations. Thankfully, those airmen, that airman is still here, right? But that recognition that something's not right with you, you know, even in my own life, um, really listening to my wife, man. Um, I think that's one of the big things that is shaping where I'm at now is shaping mm. me as a leader. Um, I think my airmen have, they owe a huge debt to that woman right. um, because many a day that I walked in and she's like, why would you do that? That is just horrible. You know, just this morning we were talking about a whole policy that came out a couple of years back as it related to um, readiness and, and getting rid of people and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And my wife is like, that's so toxic. 
And I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that we kind of fixed that and, and, and got rid of got rid of that. But that awareness, man, that, that even today, like I'm running out of the house. And I was like, oh, I got to hurry up. And mm -hmm. I'm still like, oh, so the joke can get back to his family. I can get back to taking right. care of mine. Um, but again, those moments of awareness, man, mm -hmm. I think a lot of it goes back to where are you at with yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, are you taking, are you taking breaks? I try at least once, a, once, once a quarter, I try to take at least half a day or right. a day by myself mm -hmm. and just reflect, reflect on the month, reflect mm -hmm. on the day, reflect on the week. Mm -hmm. Um, and then think about what can I do different? What right. can I do better? Right. Who can I listen to? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think, uh, again, I, I think about some of the folks that I mentioned earlier, you know, listening to people, right? And I remember I had a moment where I had interrupted, we were having a conversation and I, being myself, I can talk, right? And I'm a tanker and um, I had cut somebody off in the middle of a conversation and uh, Chief Odom was in the conversation and grabs me and said, like, hey, come here. And I was like, what did I do? He's like, bro, you kind of cut that person off. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. and so that that recognition that listening to others um, is so important, man, that, to build your awareness right. um, so that, that you get after it, um, you know, and not screw up. And I, I know at times when I haven't been aware, it hasn't had gone well, mm -hmm. you know, you know, playing sports again and, and think about time that I was not aware and literally got beamed in the head by a baseball because I was not paying attention. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being aware in the space. So, you know, again, man, it's so important that we spend spend that time sometimes reflecting and, and listening to others so that we can have the awareness that we need to have. I got you. Yeah, yeah I like that. John, let me ask you, man, um, outside of your wife, how are you keeping yourself accountable to that development, that self-reflection? Um, so I, I, I shouted out some, mm -hmm. uh, some, some folks at the end mm -hmm. and, and, you know, a couple of them, um, um, Dr. Knox is one is one of those really good. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love Dr. Knox and just the, the things that he does to to help me out. But I, I have several friends, man, that I spend some time with. Right. Um, you being one of them, right. um, that I come in and I I sit down and I chop it up with and I and I ask those, hey man, how am I doing? You know, um, mm -hmm. I I say one of the most influential people in my life right now. And, well, not right now, but in the last for the last year. It's been a senior airman, man. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my senior airmen in my section, um, she'll know who she is. She listens to the podcast. She'll know who she mm -hmm. is. Who it is. Mm -hmm. I know who it is, too. Uh, Listen to mm -hmm. people above and below me. It's um, so important to, and having surrounding myself with a circle of people right. that, that want to improve mm -hmm. and be better. You know, like I mentioned, um, I have those friends, um, one of my dearest friends, man. I, I love that brother to death. Mm -hmm. We literally grew up in diapers, um, um, Pastor Brendan Lorenz. Mm -hmm. and, and Brendan has been a phenomenal accountability partner, both in mm -hmm. life and friendship and, and everything, and marriage, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I can call him and be like, B, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z. And right. Like, so... Um, having those that circle of people, like I mentioned, man, that that really helps helps that awareness. Right? right. And when I'm not being, when I'm falling short, those people help pick me up. Right. And, and scrape me off the ground and say, right. "Hey, you miss you missed the mark on this. You're doing good here. You missed the mark there." So I think that's that's if you know for the folks that listen to this, I would tell you surround yourself with a circle, man, of people that are going to help you fly. You know, I think right. about eagles. 
and how they do their young, right? And they kick their, you know, the way a young eagle learns how to fly is they get kicked out the nest. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rock pushes them out the nest and forces them to fly. A young eagle hasn't learned how to fly yet. You know, they're learning how to flap their wings and they get pushed out the nest. Mm-hmm. Mom lets them go for so long and then they go and grab them, scoop them back up, put them back in the nest, right? right. And so having people in your life like that that will kick you out the nest every now and again, make force you to be uncomfortable in, right. in certain settings. Um, but to 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 the short version or the short answer to your question, man, mm-hmm. I got I got a I got a, a deep bench of friends right. that um that just kind of help help keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. Um and then educate myself. Um I read a lot. So um, I got several books on the shelf that that I pick up every now and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Admiral McCraven's "Make Your Own Bed" is one yep. of my favorites. It's a yeah. lovely short one that, mm-hmm. that really just reminds you about making your bed and how important making your bed is. You know, yeah. it, it makes you feel accomplished at right. the end of the day, knowing that um, when the sharks are coming, the to, to punch them in the snout and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that it's okay to be a sugar cookie every now and again. Right? To go out and Roll around in the sand and the discomfort of life will remind you that, you know what, I still have some, it reminds you about the nice things, right? right? The discomforts help shape you and and shape your character. Um, But yeah, having that, that circle of friends, Mm -hmm. and and like I said, I'm a constant, constant student of a person of learning, right? Um, Coming over here and taking part in some workshops that Mm -hmm. you guys help put on, that you help put on, but definitely reading, um, my master's degree shaped me significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, just the effort that um, it took to complete that, but not only to complete that, the lessons I learned in right. that process. Much like yourself, you know, I learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. and about my presence and, and space in my family um, and in my workspace too. And so it made me real deliberate in prioritizing and managing my energy appropriately. Mm-hmm. So, you know, instead of managing my time, I managed my energy where you know what where i dedicate energy right. and, and, and and who i focus on at, at different points so that people get the the most of me um you know both at home right. at work you know out with my friends whatever mm-hmm. the case may be so that answers your question no it does it does and I, I hope for our listeners right if you guys didn't pick up john has the courage to have that accountability there right um and that's what i would encourage as i'm listening to you i'm like yeah like who who's the folks that keep me accountable is you guys, but y'all catch me. So I I think about um what was it last week? That's all yeah, you and what's over here, you're like, hey yo, Joe, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, like Joe, like what's going on with energy drinks and then um Yeah, there it is, there it is, there is I haven't been drinking it, right? But I remember like what you were sitting right over here. Yeah. Winston sitting where I'm sitting at right here. Winston just asked me, like, hey, how's everything going with the family? Yeah. And you like, yo, bro, what's failing stuff that's on your I'm like, this is how I keep myself accountable. I don't want this to everybody else. Right. So I want everybody to know, like, hey, you also have to have that that courage to to have those accountability. I think it's a little bit harder for us in military because we're always on the move. Yeah. That that's what's so so it hurts, I think, um, for those folks that are real serious about growing, having that circle is is that usually it's like right around the lot like the last year that you're leaving you everyone's really clicking yeah. and it's time for every it's like it's time for everybody to break up right um that's what i felt like in north carolina i had a group of brothers shout out to eric uh shout out to xavier shout out to Osai. like all of us were all together and it was like all right hey you guys got to break up yeah. and i get here and it's like okay hey what's so me and when's tomorrow last year you're leaving josh left right there's a whole bunch chiefs left right chief kane dc uh rosa like 
all these individuals that were just great, uh, just great people to be around and just be able to have these real conversations with are, are gone. So what I would hope that each of our listeners are listening to is get that encouragement to find those accountability partners instead of, because what I think as I moved so much, I was just like, yo, let me just do this on my own. Right. So that's cool. But this is where that that probably I was below average on the self-management and self-awareness piece. Right. I'm very much aware of the of everything else around me, but not necessarily with myself. Mm. Right. And this is when I get married. And now I have to be aware of it. Anybody who's married knows you want an accountability partner, get married. Yeah. They'll tell you what you're not doing right. Yeah, <laughs> and they will tell 100%. you all day what you're not doing right. Right. So, um, so I, thank you for that. Right. As you were describing, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. So for the folks that at home are wondering like, Hey, what are you talking about? So I have on my board, um, I have everything broken down by the four domains, right? So your mental, your social, your spiritual, and your physical. And then I renamed those. And then what I do is I put activities that support each of those domains. And then I rate myself every month. So to me, this is more important than my evaluations. We talk about making sure that you have enough input to have an output. And uh, so what I do is I rate myself by failing below average, average, above average, and then exceeding. And uh, when John and, and Winsome came in, they were like, yo, dude, you have below failing, failing, failing. Explain. Like, what's going on? So I'm like, oh, okay, guys. Hey, this is last month. Like, I haven't been doing everything I need to be doing on my athletic side, right? Not drinking and eating correctly. Uh, piece of wisdom. I haven't been really pursuing the uh, the doctorate as I need to. I haven't been playing the drums or anything like that. Uh, family, I haven't been really spending a lot of time with Kim and the kids. I've just been really, really focused on work. Um, called the Air Force the Mistress. The Air Force is the mistress in our, and our, I'm being real, right? Like I told you, you're, right? I, always, I always want this to be a real conversation. And I need our, because I know there's other folks that are listening and they don't want to say it, but you have a mistress in your life, family, and it's the United States Air Force. She gets whatever she wants out of you, right? I love how Winsome always described it. Winsome and Belen, they were like, Air Force is a toxic girlfriend. <laughs> She's the toxic girlfriend. She abuses you, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, come back. Here, let me give you something sweet, right? So um, in that, like, oh, man, like, I've been giving a lot to the Air Force for the last couple of months, and it's just, it's been killing me. It's been killing me, and it's like, and, and Kim has been calling me out on it. And then, of course, on my spiritual side, right, on my faith side, like, it's below average because I haven't been reading as much. I definitely haven't been praying as much. Um, so this, these are the things that keep me honest with myself, but... Now that I have others, folks that are outside that see that list, they're like, Joe, what's going on? I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I can't just be quiet and then be like, baby, it'll fix itself. Yeah. Or tell them, I say, hey, it'll fix itself. No, I got people looking around like, hey, like, dude, what's going on? Right. So you've inspired and encouraged me to be like, all right, hey, man, like I could have had John in this the whole time. I could have had Winsome in this the whole time. I could have Eric from church in this the whole time. Mike, who just left, shout out to Mike and the Hinch Club's family that just left in this uh, whole time. Marv, that's still here. Like all these other individuals that are around me that I'm like, yo, these are men that I will chop it up with at any day of the week. This is where I have to have, yeah, this is where I have to have that courage to be able to do that. So um, I say that as you were, and gave me the answer, like, man, okay, that's what I need to do, man. <laughs> 100%, brother. Like, I, I think one of, the, one of the things that has shaped you know, as, we, as we're talking about awareness, like that's that's the, that's the core of our conversation is awareness and having that awareness of others. That but that awareness of self, accountability is so important, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
you know, we, we can take this to the even more personal level as men. Um, oftentimes, it's very hard sometimes for men to open up and share their emotions and share where they are. And I think that's one of the that's one of the struggles that even leaders have is that oftentimes leadership, you know, I, I used to hear this when I was a young pup growing up mm -hmm. in the Air Force, you know, you mentioned it's our, our toxic girlfriend, our mistress, it's, you know, and not that we bash it on the Air Force, too, like, <laughs> But we have a we have a very candid approach mm -hmm. to how we feel about um about the military mm -hmm. and, and we keep it 100 with each other. Right? right. And that's part of the accountability that we have is when we had those bad days and, and those struggles. Mm -hmm. And I come in here we're like, so I can't do this no more. Mm -hmm. So it's like, come on, bro. They're looking for you. Right. The team is looking out. They're looking for you. They're mm -hmm. looking for you to lead. They're looking for you to take care of each other. And I, and I think that's why um, accountability is so important because when you're having those bad days, when you're below average and failing in three categories, mm -hmm. your accountability partners come and pick you up. It's me, bro. Is that really important? Right. Is that is that is the time that you spend on that email at the time that you spend in building and developing this, whatever it is that you're working on a project or right. getting after whatever, is it really that important? Right. Or do Kim and the kids need need you at the house, right? Right. Does Tara, you know, my wife's my wife's first name is Tara, right? Mm -hmm. So does Dr. Dixon mm -hmm. be at the house to pick mm -hmm. up pick up a snack? Well, guess what? That's what I'm doing right now. You know, we talked about the science week to say as I'm challenging yeah. myself, oh, I gotta go. So I got to tomorrow. Yeah. I get to the house. Right. And we try to pack up the house and get things squared away. And tomorrow's like, I ain't got the bandwidth. You know, we talked about something that um, one of the people that I think both of us value, um, Brene Brown, and, the, and mm -hmm. the things that she talks about. And she talks about how her and her spouse manage just how they take care of things in their house. Right. right. And they walk in and that check in that happens is like, hey, how much you got today, bro? It's like, I only got 20%. All right. I got your back. I'll pick up the other 80. Right. right. So, like you said earlier, you want accountability party to get married, right? Come on, that that, that, will, definitely, that will definitely. Oh um, man, man. It's been a whole podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, so, on marriage alone, goodness. But, but real talk, though, real talk. Mm -hmm. uh, that having those people in your lives that mm -hmm. that, that, that can check you, right? And that you had that 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 that. that you built that relationship and mm -hmm. that trust with, because that's one of the big things about awareness and self awareness. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we really. We kind of hit on it throughout our conversation, but right. trust is so important yeah. in that space. That trust and transparency are so important to being self-aware and to being aware, to be, to be authentically right. self-aware, right? Like you can be aware, right? Like I can walk in, I can tell that everybody in my office is having a bad day, mm -hmm. right? But if I'm authentically self-aware, mm -hmm. I can recognize what might be contributing to that bad day right. and really asking is it me? Right. Sometimes it's me, right? Or maybe it's something in the environment that I can control for my team and help them figure that out. Or maybe it's not. And what do I need to do to help the team recognize, hey, this is completely out of our control. Mm -hmm. This is something that we're having to work on because somebody else didn't do something that they were supposed to do or leadership asked us to get after something. And so we have to get after it. We have no choice. But what can I control and what can I do to help 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 the situation? Right. Uh, same thing, you know, the other day, um, my kids, right? You know, my kids are it's PCS season, man. We we changing duty stations, right? Mm -hmm. uh, per, for those that are in the military listening, permanent change of station. That's what PCS is, right? So it's it's time for us to move. We're moving to New Jersey. I'm so sad. Yeah. And like he was having some struggles with the fact that we were packing up some stuff. Mm. 
And so I was like, hey, dude, what can you control? And he started thinking about it, kind of walking through that. And he was like, well, I can control how I react to this. Yep, you can. What else can you control? Mm -hmm. Well, I can, I can do this. What's out of your control? Well, this is out of my control. All right, dude, don't worry about it. Right. Like, let that, try to let that go. You know, some, some people do it better than others, but try to let that go. Like, the things that you can't control. But that was me as a dad mm -hmm. taking that moment because I could have easily been like, ah, oh, he all right. He's just mad because he can't watch TV right now. Right. Um, but really, he was kind of struggling with the fact that we leave in and pack mm -hmm. up. And so to have that that awareness of take the time and then walk him through that. Right. You taught you asked me earlier about helping my executive that I coach and mm -hmm. some other people that I coach is listening to to that, that recognition and, and sitting down and, and and to your point about accountability that's why accountability is so important because sometimes i can't see the forest for the trees right, right. and so the accountability team can kind of help pull you out of the forest for a right. second you know i've had my down moments and could not see the forest for the trees i remember um a conversation that you and i had and really struggling with some career decisions mm -hmm. and, and what you know what the future looks like and what do i need to be getting after and blah 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 blah, blah and this list goes on of things and joe was like bro what, what's in your control and i'm like well this is the only thing in my control and why are you worried about this mm -hmm. stuff and i'm like well i don't know man you know, and so that the, then it started, I started thinking through it like, why am I worried about that? Right. And that I think that's one of the big things that has helped me grow as a leader, grow as a person is there are so many things that are not in my control. And there really are not as many things in our control as we think they are. Mm -hmm. I can't control when, when people decide to show up. I can tell them what time to show up, but I can't control the things that will happen along right. the way that come with them showing up, right? I can't control, um, maybe how they might hear something right and so being aware and paying attention to how am i communicating with the team how am i how am i um how am i managing the processes right what are, what are the things that i'm doing the things that are in my control mm -hmm. that can help help others i think those are the those are some of those big things man i know i talked about a lot of stuff mm -hmm. um just now but um i hope some of this is resonating yeah. with all of you all man joe and i love chopping it up um and just really really expressing yeah. expressing this i know there's so many things that, that we can sit here and <laughs> no no you're good no you're good bro you're good no that's 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 real good uh, i appreciate the bits of wisdom that you've given like on that accountability piece on the power of listening on the power of being aware on the power of how we and sometimes justify mm. not listening because we write the example with your son like uh, no no he's just mad yeah. You watch TV, yeah. right? I, I mean, I've been shoot. That's probably what I'm seeing myself doing with the kids already, yeah. right? So, so I appreciate that. Um, as we wrap up, brother, do you have any any questions at all for? Them? No, I don't have any questions, man. Yeah. I, I I I do have a comment. You know, um, I, I really appreciate what what you were doing, brother. Um, I, I appreciate the 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 brief time that we have really gotten to know each other. Uh -huh. um, I am so grateful that our relationship has grown in the way that it has. Um, like I mentioned, if it were not for certain people, right. Um, you know, huge shout out to Camille. Right? Yeah. And, and just, yeah. She gave you the opportunity to mm -hmm. see. Yep. She gave me the opportunity to come over and be a part of some things as far as facilitating, mm -hmm. and discussing, you know, and, and because of, because of Camille, 
and and the efforts there um we 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 sitting here right right and so I'm, I'm just grateful that you and i get to chop it up man mm -hmm. we miss this place like for real for real like if y'all ever get the chance those of y'all that are listening that have never been to okinawa if you get a chance to come to okinawa uh, when they talk about blue zones and places that are really healthy and and, and, and great this is this is one of them mm -hmm. you know, just really love this space love this place i love the folks that are here that's, that's here um we miss everybody like seriously like um it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tough move but i'm looking forward to the things that we are that we're working on right. we're stay in touch. oh yeah absolutely oh yeah all day yeah so, you know to all that are listening i hope this met i hope that what we talked about really resonated with everyone mm -hmm. you know and whatever man I'm, I'm here you know you know how i am i'm, I'm always available on the phone call and text away yeah i got you brother. i got you thank you brother thank you well you guys heard it right in our, in our closing today man we hope our hope is that um, our examples of the awareness domain just shows how great of an impact that we can leave on our environment and our people, right? I thank you, Jay, for just even saying like the green zone, right? Like as many people that walk in here in this building say, man, we love walking in this building. That's just, that's just part of the awareness piece. Like, hey, we already knew what Kadena brings <laughs> and how it can wear us out. Uh, so that's why we wanted to create space for that. All right. So in our next episode, uh, we will look at the next domain of a servant leader. That's going to be the persuasion domain. We can expect to hear that episode on or around 7 September 2023. Lastly, I just want to thank everyone again for just tuning into today's episode. I hope that we encourage you all with our stories, educated you all with some of the academics, and that everyone feels more empowered to practice this self-awareness or the awareness domain until next time fam much love be blessed peace